Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you'd never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT podcast. Clank. 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 Everyone, welcome back. Dr. Tom, how are you doing? I'm good. I've got that Friday feeling. Yes. Because obviously we're not... We, it's, it just comes out too late on a Thursday for us to, to review it. So no, not Friday it is. Don't throw me down there with you. I'm happy <laughs> to podcast on a Thursday when it releases here in the UK. But Tom, he's just... I don't know, there's just no commitment. <laughs> that is the I problem. I you're just losing your passion for this, Tom. That's the problem. I just hate this show now, I you think. Remember, yeah. you're replaceable. Mm. You, you... With who? <laughs> Pray tell. Me. <laughs> I mean, this I has could, become the Paolo show. I could do with two mics, okay? I just feel like I'm not heard enough. <laughs> now, this is UK season two. We're going to be doing it's episode four. Episode mm. four. Episode four. Really? I've seen three girls go home. Yes, before we go on, Tom, did I see you on YouTube? Uh, you may have done. Did I did I see Dr. Tom on YouTube? You may have done. There is a YouTube series that I participated in. <laughs> it is now seeing release. Tell me about it. Tell us about it. Uh, well, it was with B, who is uh, collaborated with us on this uh, podcast before. That's true. B has his own channel, um, and has a regular program called B View, mm. where um, tracks and albums are reviewed. And <laughs> with me being an authority on Madonna. Um, we collaborated on a few reviews of some amazing Madonna albums. We've got a couple of them up now. So you guys should check it out. That's what I was going yeah. to. Talk. Like so and subscribe. If you want to see what Dr. Tom looks like, I'd say go check out the YouTube channel. <laughs> Tom does know, surprisingly, a lot of information about the has-been Madonna. <laughs> How dare you? How very dare you? <laughs> I will fight you. I'm just saying, but just check it out. It's View yeah. on YouTube. You'll see Dr. Tom there with his... I, think, oh, I don't know, your shirt looks a bit too tight, on, but that's just me. That's just <laughs> well, that's me. just my look. I'm not here to judge. I'm and not here to judge. There's two more. T- we've, we've done... Um, I mean, there's room for everyone. I mean, Let's obviously, say that. It, it had to happen when B was allowed to come up here, you know, when quarantine was relaxed. So we've not been able to complete the set, but we did first album. Um, we did True Blue, Like a Prayer is Next. Yes. And there will also be music. That'll be a bit later. You I'm just, just sad we didn't collaborate on Erotica, which is... I'm my favorite. You're on Instagram, you're a podcaster, mm-hmm. you're a YouTuber, mm-hmm. you're a doctor. I mean, Tom. I would just like to point out could as well. Could you be any more talented? I know, multimedia superstar. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's comment was, um, love from Cyprus, Dr. Tom is my new crush. Oh, <laughs> gotta be somebody's, eh? Hey, Tom, did you did you make a new account on YouTube? <laughs> just so we can leave that That's exactly so you, what I did. Is there another one from someone in Holland, and they're like, oh, "Doctor Tom is the hottest thing ever." <laughs> it's exactly what yeah. I did. Don't try it, Tom. Don't. I've got to boost my profile somehow. <laughs> Again, there is B View on YouTube. Check it out. Okay, mm. now let's get to UK season two, episode mm-hmm. number four. Yes. So far, we've said goodbye to Joe Black. Yeah. We said goodbye to who was next? It was Cherry Valentine. Cherry Valentine. Last week we said bye to Astina Mandela. Now Astina, I mean, for you know what, she was so confident, and that's what we love. We, we love her. We love a confident drag queen, regardless of what happens. We do. She had an unerring sense of confidence. It, you know, she's a very she's in a small minority in the sense that she 
is a girl who went home within the first few, having actually won a challenge. Yes. It's quite unusual. It's very unusual. It's not nice. It's not nice. No, no. Pick up your sleeves. Pick up your sleeves, darling. (laughs) So we've got them through who have left, and we've got the three winners. Well, there's only two left. Yeah. So Estina had a badge, but she's out. Now we've got Veronica Green and Um, Lawrence Cheney. (laughs) Lawrence Cheney. And these two are our only repeated badge badge holders that we have so far. Mm -hmm. Now, who do you think so far, out of all the queens here, Mm -hmm. who is the one to beat? I still think there's a a couple of girls, or at least one girl, that has really been to mind who I think, you know, is going to be a, f- a continued front runner and hasn't won a badge so far, and that's Tace. Mm-hmm. I still think she's got that star quality, and she's bound to be in the top three and pick up a couple of badges on the way. Do you know what? Tace reminds me of someone who is just a star, who is mm-hmm. just so infectious in terms of their personality, and you just love them. But sometimes people like that, they just don't, their skills and their star power yeah. just don't fit into the template of it's RuPaul's a, Drag Race. It's a very it doesn't specific mean that she's game. not a star. It uh-huh. just means that she's not playing the game according to them. It's a very specific game. And if, you know, you may not have quite the skills for the game, but I do believe she does. I hope so. And I, I can tell so. Rue loves her. So far, without a doubt, Lawrence Cheney is the one to beat for me. She's she's really surprised us from the Meet the Queens. From from the get-go, from mm-hmm. episode one, as soon as she walked in, she sold me. And then as the episodes have gone on, I've just fallen more and more in love with her. And I know that they're saying that she's quite loud in that, but I'm like, I I mean, I ain't seeing this. A loud just... drag queen? Really? Yeah. <laughs> never heard of such a thing. Wash your, wash your mouth up with wine. With that nice gladly, gladly. Oh, I'd like to point out that we're drinking, uh, well, I'm drinking, you're not, Graham Norton's Sauvignon Blanc today. So are we sponsored by... We're sponsored <laughs> by... Episode, sponsored by Jeffrey uh, <laughs> <Debbie> Norton's. <laughs> Not really, guys, but we have actually bought... And it's very nice, I will say. So if Graham would like to... Get in touch with us with a sponsorship deal. We're open to it. Tea and coffee, I love in terms of you know she's a she's a she's a good time lady. She's someone that I want to have a kiki with. Uh, she's just not playing the game. I love I love her to the bits. best way. I think that the the judges want her to do well. She they needs want an, her to do better. She needs an improv challenge, an acting challenge, a comedy challenge to get a repeat a badge, and I think she'll go further. I, I think she was kind of like save for a reason. Yes. You know? I hope so. I hope so. But yeah. I think Tia's is, uh, t- is fantastic. Now, when we get back into the room after the the main stage, you know, everyone knows that Estina has gone. There's mm. a bit of psychic energy. Now, did you feel it, Tom? Yeah. I mean, I think like. Between, I don't know, maybe Ginny and Lawrence. Somebody's like a Libra and somebody's like a Taurus. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what's going on here. Yeah. What's happening? It's Party. A, it's fire and water, like mixing. No. Um, so we've seen this a bit with Ginny before because she stuck up for Astina in an untucked not that long ago. Somebody was trying to... It was the first episode, actually. Somebody was discounting Astina. It was a horror. It was a, it's always a horror. Why, why are you saying someone? Who, who else is discounting anyone else on the show? It's a horror. She's yeah, in, she was in, in doubt. Oh, horror, horror was sitting there going, she was in a bloody ethos jacket. Um, and um, yeah, and then uh, Ginny stuck up for her. I think I, I don't think Ginny enjoys hearing other people being criticised. But, you know, it happens when you get a bunch of drag queens together. But it doesn't sit well with Ginny. Um, and then um, if it, Lawrence, as Lawrence does, was being a little bit, loud and talking over people and uh, making a joke about Astina going and um, Ginny was just like oh the disrespect of it all um, and she, she really took umbrage 
Didn't Could you? you just shut up for one second, please? It's very that, that isn't it? Very, I was, was very thinking of Eureka, Eureka then. Yeah, it was yeah. very Eureka and Charlie Heights. Could you just shut up for a second, please? Except <laughs> this one wasn't a please. It was like, girl. She said, she said, can you shut your ass up and shut the hell up, girl? She said, can you shut the F up? She used the F word. Did she actually? Oh my goodness, yes. Do you know what? I, I never thought this energy would come out of Ginny. Because Ginny, you know, she looks like nothing can bother her. She's just there for a good time. Her meet the queen. She's all about being kooky and weird. Like, yeah. I, I didn't think things like this, which is drama, I didn't think she'd get involved in anything like this. So I was quite surprised when she did that. I was like, oh, who are you? Who's who's this? Who's that girl over there? I'm, I'm not sure she's somebody who would like necessarily enjoy a competitive environment because she's very much just about being Ginny and doing her Ginny thing and I think she does that very successfully outside of the show mm -hmm. so you know the the I don't think she's one for bitching and criticizing so the other queens doing that might grate on her a bit you reckon I think so I think that's the vibe I'm getting okay and then so yeah so bye bye Astina very talented queen I'm sure she'll do fantastically off the show because she's absolutely multi-talented she really is yeah I mean, she's a great dancer she's a great she's the greatest uh, dancer she's a great dancer oh, she's also really good talking about how she's a great dancer <laughs> so with those skills that i just mentioned she's going to go very very far got a longer now, cv than willem the question remains about tea coffee is she basic discuss well horror do you tom just you what do you think about her what do you think about well, what does basic tia? mean what I mean, as in not much. I think she's fantastically talented. I think her looks for Drag Race leave a little bit to be desired. But I'm sure, I, no, I'm certain if I saw her in a club or in a performance, I'd be enjoying her performance so much I wouldn't really care what she was wearing. Yes. She's so funny. She's obviously a great singer. Um, just like, yeah, she could work on that. Anybody, anybody can. Anybody can work on that side of themselves. It's not that hard, I don't think. You say anybody can work on it. When you come on a show like RuPaul's Drag Race, you should have already worked on it. You should come with excellence in every category. And you can't rely on your one talent to pull you through. You can't say, well, does it matter? Because I'm a great dancer. I don't really have to focus on this. I don't think that's how it is. I, I think, like, I think people are limited by their means. Like girls have got into debt going on Drag Race before. Tom, I, I don't. To be honest, I don't think T is in debt with the clothes I've seen. <laughs> no, but that's what I, I mean. I think she saved money. <laughs> Girl, I'm serious. Like, be honest. Her costumes that we've seen would not even make you gag on season three. Like, well, not next to like, Raja. We, we are now on season thirteen, and like the clothes she's wearing is still not. It's even still good a little different for, like, in the UK. Two. It's still a little different in the UK. I do think there's more emphasis on performance over look because there's a different heritage there, and and I think some of the girls go in there and think this is this has certainly done me fine on the club scene, and this is what I got, and I haven't got enough means to buy more so this is gonna have to get me by so is tia basic yes or no no she's super talented is she basic in terms of her costume yes, yes or no yes stop harassing me <laughs> do i have to be specific <laughs> yes you do tom you saying that she's basic is not you telling me you don't like her very much the same way me telling candy muse is arrogant <laughs> is not the same as rose telling her that, I mean, come on <laughs> come off it seriously uh, stop being so sensitive just talk i'm very just sensitive conversate person. with me I'm very sensitive just conversate person. you know keep it flowing i um no definitely i think that's it now there was that moment that i love you can see it. They bring up 
two tastes. Hey, mm-hmm. Estina's gone. She was your girl. How yeah. do you feel about that? And this taste with T's I love arm. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously she's like, yeah, you're my friend. I'm close to you. We get along. <laughs> and then she just starts reading her straight away. She starts reading her when her yes. arms on and her arm quickly went off. And then I was it like, really, oh, really okay, I see what's happening here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. You know, Round like, one. you know, you see those photos of people doing like hover hand. She didn't even do that. She no, took it right she away. Just, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, earrings are off. And then, do you know, Ahura, Ahura entertains me a lot. Like, and more and more, actually. More and more. Um, like, when she was in front of Tia, she was like, I was actually saying that actually I think your makeup's got a lot better and actually you're really stepping it up compared to how you've been outside of here. And then so, somebody said, I can't remember what it was, but didn't you say an untucked? You thought she was basic AF and should go home. And this is like, right, well. I think <laughs> and she's saved by the bell. I think Uhura is good TV. She's fantastic TV. I don't, know, I don't TV. know how everyone else is receiving her, but I, I love that. I, she's got a good catty. I nature. know. Yeah, exactly. She's she's a good catty drag queen, isn't she? Veronica Green sticking up for Miss Astina. Now, I love this about Veronica in last week's Untucked. Like, Veronica really stuck up for a friend. She's a ride or die girl. Is it is it like, you know, I've got to repeat a badge. I can speak now. Is it a, that kind of moment? A bit, maybe. I think she proved herself. But also, I think she's probably like a sweet, loyal person. Person. Mm-hmm. I actually commented on her Instagram about that this week and she liked the comment. Well, she, she, is she appearing on the podcast soon then? Very soon, I think. Yeah. Yes, yes. And next up, we have Veronica <laughs> Green giving us her opinion on... <laughs> Even though I hated her outfit last week. She's a lovely gal. Yeah, but you know what? One thing, the same thing that I want to say about you is what I want to say about the girls. Whenever they're critiquing someone on something quite specific, like their performance, like their um, costuming, they always seem to defend themselves by saying that they're good at something else. I'm not, I'm not discounting your skills in another area when I'm putting you down and one that's how i feel i feel people just keep relying on that okay talent. well that was a read thank you it's not a read let's move on <laughs> okay well anyway what about the mini challenge and so the mini challenge i don't know what it was i'll tell you why because all i saw was cakes it was make crew laugh wasn't and, it like, that's I'm what the mini on, challenge i'm was. doing a a eating challenge <laughs> yeah. i'm doing an eating challenge so i've not had any of this processed food and i think for a good five minutes while the cakes were out there during the mini challenge all i saw was cake and i was like why is no one eating the cake it looks so good if i was yeah. there if i was there doing the challenge i how would i sell that to rue because the mini challenge was to sell the cakes and bakes to report it was make crew laugh wasn't it so you know be funny drop a few innuendos you know what? i would have looked around the room and been like you know what this is one mini challenge i'm i'm willing to lose i would have just gone <laughs> up there and just eaten everything and felt out the boys well, like, i mean that's what i mean come on you can, you that would have been so a sight to behold i would not have cared about you guys can take the challenge win for this one all i want is the damn <laughs> cake and the guys but that that's just that's just my opinion now okay? tell me apart from the pit crew apparently who won this challenge for you for me mm-hmm. the movie the funny ones was lawrence and tia lawrence i fully was agree just like her humor is just gold there are kind of like funny improv yeah. hostess girls quick, aren't they witted, yeah quick, witted, but- quick- Quick on the fly. I really liked Bimini, who did actually win the challenge, because she actually came with quite a clever Brexit-themed joke, and it was like, oh, Bimini, okay, come through, girl. It was it was good. It was uh, like, yeah. I've not seen the side of you, but I'm enjoying it. That's good. I think she's a little dark horse, Bimini. 
she does one little good thing in all yeah. of a sudden she's a dark yeah, horse. Yeah, she's a dark horse. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I think she's top three material. <laughs> Is that what you said? I think she's going to win because that one little moment she had there, it's convinced me. She's now a fully rounded, realized character. <laughs> right. So, yes, Bimini did win the challenge, which mm-hmm. I thought was, um, you know what? It was well deserved. She had the surprise factor. She was the different one. Yes. Now, let's talk about the maxi challenge for this week. Now, they're going to be co-hosting the UK's newest chat show called Morning Glory. What's now, the story, Morning Glory? Okay. <laughs> it's an Oasis song. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where to go with it. I don't. I don't listen to. You could have harmonised a song. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I can't harmonise flat. <laughs> now let's go back to this. So what they had to do to get the highest rating, the show that they make must appeal to the widest demographic as possible. So yeah. it's Essex girls, hipsters, the Camden goths, the Brighton hippies, the little children. So it's a daytime television. It's very mm-hmm. similar to the ones they've done in season nine. And three. And three. So they've done breakfast TV live a kind of semi-scripted, kind of structured improv before, haven't they? So they did it in um, season, well, in both season three and season nine, they had very similar setups where they rehearsed a bit and then did like a live take and it was two different groups in this, but this one seems to be one group. Okay. Who are all going to work. Oh no, yeah, it was two groups, wasn't it? Yeah, it was two groups in season nine. Definitely. I think so, yes. Yeah, because remember, um, Eureka was um, criticizing Trinity for being a bad leader and she was like, I think you're very shady. No, I call shade. I call shade. You're done, and I'm going to tell you why you're done. You know Tracy's got a different name now. She devil by night. Oh. <laughs> That's actually a topic for a different... Do you, do you want to touch on that, actually? Oh, we could talk about like, another do time, Do you probably. have proof? Has she admitted it? Because, I think like, she did. I think well, she I did. think she did in jest, and now she's trying to backtrack... I don't know what's happening. I'd have to revisit all the, the, you know, specialty YouTube videos. Follow my YouTube video, Paulonce. (laughs) Paulonce, where I... I've not seen Jake Yonce do anything for a while, actually. I I think he started to try a branch outside of Drag Race. He did that Britney deep dive, wasn't he? he? Yeah, he started going towards other things. And then people who were following him originally, like yourself, stopped following him because he he was no longer focusing on the drag content. I mean, then they all came to spilling the GNT pot. Podcast. Tell you who so, I do I mean, like. Hi, welcome. Tell you who I do like, and it's quite cool. Mira Mangle. I'm not watching her review things at the moment, but she's she's often talking about interesting drag topics. She's worth checking out on YouTube. I um okay. She's I've drag queen. She's drag queen as well. So okay, she, yeah. Cool. So Bimini, because Bimini won, she gets to choose her own role, and the others have to fight for the rest. Now mm-hmm. I'll just tell you about the groups. Yeah, so they just name the groups. Go on. So the role of the hippie is given to Ginny Lemon. Fantastic. Do you well think cast. that's... Yeah, she's... So far, oh, yeah. I'm seeing her giving Aussie accent. She is, isn't she? Like, what is it? She's an Aussie accent. An Aussie accent there with a the hippie. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got the goths who were sister, sister, and Veronica. Like, what? Veronica as a goth? Veronica, I don't know why she just wouldn't commit to a role because she has been like... Was part of her thinking, I've got Rupert a badge. I can let these guys choose what they want. Do you know what? Like, she... I think she's thinking, I've got a repeater badge, so you know what, like, they have to really earn their stripes, not me. Just remember that someone with a repeater badge went home last week. It's a competition. You are not safe because you have a repeater badge. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, if anything, you're allowed to be a bit more 
feisty. You're allowed to beat more country now yeah. that you have a badge because you can back it up with that. I'm hopeful that this will be a good week for sister. You know that I root for sister, sister. I don't know what it is, but I'm, I am starting to like sister, sister more and more every week. Mm-hmm. I think but she, she still hasn't done anything worth liking. She, so. ha- she has like nearly zero camera time, I will say. But um, I think this could work for her. I think she does have like a dry sense of humor. It's just if people get it, yes. her humor sometimes misfires. I like it, but I can see it. Although she did make Rue laugh and it was cute because like you could see a big grin spread across her face when she made Rue laugh in the you know what, Tom, walkthrough. I, I just think that there's some chemistry with you and Sister Sister. Maybe, like, maybe. Uh, no, I'm just, could you mm. keep backing her up for no yeah. reason? Mm-hmm. We watch the same show, so yeah. I should be impressed with her. I'm going to slide but in. I'm not. She so. likes my comments as well. I'm going to slide into her DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you call an anus these days? <gasps> so sister, sister and Veronica are the goths. Now the Essex girls is Tia and Ahura. Now this reminds me of Dela and Darian Lake. <laughs> mm, yeah. They had to work yeah, together. Yeah. There is now, definitely some psychic energy here. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> I can't help but think Tia and Ahura together. Hmm. I don't know how that happened. It's almost as as if it's almost as if a producer said to them, "Do you girls want to work together?" Because it's, it's about conflict and the entertainment that ensues from there. Really. Yes. Having said hmm. that, they're both fairly well cast because I think Tia could naturally slip into an Essex girl role. No, sorry, a horror could naturally slip into it, and I think Tia could just camp up the comedy and just go full on Gemma Collins. Can. Does Tia have the clothes to be an Essex girl? For She's the, for the listeners here, can I can I just say for the listeners who aren't in the UK, can you give them the American equivalent? Can you give them an equivalent that they or describe what they are so people know what an Essex girl is? It, because I still don't know, and I've it, been here. It's for kind like, of the essence of it. I think is like a nouveau riche thing. It's supposed to be kind of like new money, kind of like yes, I've got money to spend on clothes. I buy designer labels. But it's all quite like glitzy and glam and big blonde hair and, you know, short skirts and that kind of thing. Is that what Essex is? Yeah, I mean, you know, you could draw parallels to the Scouse Girl aesthetic, but the Scouse Girl aesthetic is um, a bit more kind of down to earth in some ways. Although, and the, the, the look is a like the nature is more down to earth but the look is more exaggerated and more glam i think all right okay yeah anyway now the gen z presenters the roles are given to taste and bimini Mm -hmm. i reckon that's okay that's a good that's a good combination well bimini got to choose before anybody else so i mean i'm hopeful that taste's personality could carry a lot of things Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm hopeful that bimini can really step up because she's so chill yeah and the dragony nieces. What's a dragony niece? Well, you know, like an agony aunt. No, I don't. So, oh, like where they go, dear agony aunt. Yes. So they give advice. My husband doesn't put the toilet seat up. How can <laughs> I fix this? <laughs> that obviously is such a you know, huge problem around the yeah. world. Um, yeah, it's that. But the dragony aunts. But they, they. I don't know. I don't know. If they call them dragony nieces. They're giving them their own funny twist. Mm. I mean, Lawrence is hilarious and will do very well. She'll have to bring Ellie with her. I think. I think Ellie is also killing the game. She's killing the game. The people who were doing really well. I think Ellie Diamond for me is up there as well. The only thing is that Ellie Diamond would be good when she's not being outshined by someone like Lawrence. Lawrence is a big personality, (laughs) said the drag queen. But, you know, they all should have these huge personalities. But 
Ellie Diamond maybe should have gone for someone quieter. But I would have said so. If because she didn't want to be outshined. They made a bit of a meal of that slightly awkward moment with Rue when she said something about, you, you're calling her Lawrence Cheney. Why are you not saying anything about Ellie Diamond? Kind of thing. And Rue was like, a little. it felt a little confrontational. And I think she meant it to feel like a joke. Oh. And Rue was a bit like, mm, it, I don't, not sure if they quite put a shade rattle on it, but they should have done. I, I thought that was an awkward moment. It was very awkward. It was and very much like, is there something on my face? It was kind a, of almost on that level. It made me wonder about a bit of foreshadowing for Ali for this episode. It was also like, I'd like to leave it on, please. You know, that kind of confrontation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was awkward. And we, you know, perhaps for our listeners around the world, Lorraine Kelly, who is uh, judging and mentoring on this episode, is legitimate British breakfast TV royalty. Okay. She's been doing it since the 80s. She's uh, just your lovely kind of breakfast TV warm personality who's very well respected in the industry. Okay. Lorraine Kelly, she's Scottish as well. Look, we know the girls by now. Who do you reckon are going to slay it? Um, Laura, the girls really actually, a bit of foreshadowing, the girls who slayed the mini challenge because it was basically an improv challenge. Yeah. So Bimini, you know, it was a little out of character actually for Bimini to do so well like that. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, so I think it'll be the likes of Lawrence and... Um, Oh, who else did really well? Lawrence, Tia, Ginny. Tia. Lawrence and Tia. Ginny, I think, can really embrace this role. Sister, I really want her to shine this time. Bimini might surprise us. Tace's personality could carry her. I reckon Lawrence, Tia and Ginny are going to be the ones who slay this week's challenge. Just from what I know. So let's see how they go. Yeah. Great. So I guess they're not going to play the final production like they did for some of the other ones. So let's Bec- just yeah, assume that be- this is what we're going to get. So it- we're going to mark, we're going to judge from what we see here. It's a very much a live thing. And I think the you know, season three, season nine, they did just, just show this live thing. It's not an edited thing. They've really got to improv and work with it. Yep. And it's yeah, it's live television. I didn't mm. know that. I thought they were going to be able to mix it up, mash it up, do a bit of editing. But no, it's no. full on live, so raw, no mistakes. Uncut, unedited. <laughs> you said raw, uncut, and I'm like, um, <laughs> wrong podcast. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. Certainly okay. not. Let's talk about the girls that we see in order. Now, what did you reckon about Tace and Bimini as the presenters? Yeah, so we've got a set of duos to talk about, really, haven't we? Um, Tace is fantastic. She's just naturally charismatic, and we, we, we thought her charisma would apply well to this situation. It did. Naturally funny, gorgeous facial expressions, um, some nice moments like... Uh, uh, oh, you cheap bitch, and that sort of thing. Really good. Uh, Bimini, Bimini, I felt, was looking to taste for guidance quite a lot. So she, Bimini was not bad by any means, but she wasn't She wasn't spearheading it. She wasn't improvising Okay, the same, I, in, at the same level. I thought taste was great. I mm-hmm. actually thought Bimini was... Maybe she wasn't the one spearheading it, but she did accompany it. She was there for the ride, she and fine. she actually blew it out of the park. Bimini was, for me, the standout out of them two. Really? Yeah. I completely disagree. I thought the energy between them two was good. Um, but no, Bimini was really good for me. I mean, taste was great as well. I mean, I love the whole, ha ha, stop laughing. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? And the kind of deadpan delivery. But they embodied the character so so like convincingly. Like Bimini, I always see her as some kind of chav. Yeah. I really, really do. Some kind of like, yeah, air, like some East, <laughs> East, East kind of like, what do you call the people from East London? Uh, EastEnders? No, you call them... Um, 
I don't. You might have a name for it. No, uh, cock, cocky, cockney, co- cockney, <laughs> <laughs> cock. What the hell? If you got me started with it, uncut and yes, raw. Yeah, I always hear some kind of cockney babes, but uh, she really transformed for me in this character. So okay, I, I reckon it was good. I appreciate that. For but for me, taste was better than Bimini. What the important thing is that they're the presenters, so they're the glue that actually binds the whole show together. Without mm-hmm. the good presenters to um, transition between all of the different segments, mm-hmm. it won't hold. Yep. So I felt like they did that quite solidly. They were very, very good. Yes, fair play to them. So they were pretty solid, really. I'm going to ask you about our goth party planners, Sister Sister and Veronica Green. So obviously, we all know about my soft spot for Sister Sister. So overall, this is a bit of a disappointment. And we have seen the um the the kind of you know post thing kind of apocalyptic post apocalyptic makeup putting on after so we know what sister sister thought of it um of the two of them neither was fantastic but veronica probably stumbled more i think and felt more out of her element um sister sister sadly was quite blaming of um of veronica afterwards wasn't she for her performance which i found interesting but you know she had a great moment with Ginny and linked it back really to her own difficulties with her self-esteem and being doubted by others overall these are easily the worst pair all right that's interesting look i'll tell you what i think their characters are goth. From what I think of a goth person, I actually think Veronica Green delivered it better than Sister Sister. I actually do. If I take away what I heard the other people say and I just focus on what I think about Veronica's performance, her performance to me was more convincing than Sister Sister's. But she had like overt moments of hesitancy. Like there were moments when she was literally like, I don't know what to do. And it was very obvious. But I thought because she's goth and a goth doesn't want to be there. Why am I here? Oh, did I forget? Oh, who cares? I thought that could have easily been a character choice. It wasn't a character choice. It was her struggling. I thought... I thought, Tom, <laughs> this is me now. I let you speak. I'm telling you what I think. I thought that it could have been there. That's what I think. And like when I look at the faces and the attitudes, I didn't see that in Sister Sister at all, regardless of what Veronica was doing. And if I'm just looking at Sister Sister, she was she was crap on her own. I think I think Sister Sister's sense of humor, I think she overthinks her humor or it's a bit too clever for its own good at times so no 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 how do you Bear know that me. how Bear do you know that so there was that joke like um she said something uh, and that's portuguese for such and such when she was referencing french wasn't she and it, it's is that kind of thing that like just falls flat unless people are kind of keeping up with it Look, them, them two are definitely the worst pair. They're the I mean, worst pair, we agree definitely on Definitely the worst pair. Mm. But I think the worst out of them two, for me, was a sister-sister because at least Veronica was giving something. I, I thought she was giving me something more gothy. That's what I thought. I, I, dis- was I disagree. I'd say put it the other way around. That's cool. And the, actually, the funniest part, about them two. The funniest thing with their segment is the time when they're not being recorded. It's when they're off yeah, air. Yeah, it was very Like, good you can time. tell that Sister Sister is pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just, like, trying to busy herself, like, fixing up her side of it mm-hmm. while Veronica's talking to her. She's just, like, ignoring her. And the times that she is actually listening to what she's saying, you can just tell her face is just like... <sighs> 
okay, I'm fine. Things yeah, I'm like fine. things like no, this I'm all right. are, are wrong. so dependent on chemistry, aren't they? And the chemistry wasn't there. I thought after I did feel bad for Veronica because I felt like she was taking the blame for it. I don't think that was necessarily true. Yeah, you know, it was about their chemistry. There we go. It's improv. So I'm sorry, when it comes to improv, there is no script. So for her to say, for her to say, um, you know, there were certain things that we did plan. Okay, fine. But it's, it's, this is non-scripted. It's improv. It's yes and. It's all mm. about the yes and. And if you can't do that, it's, it's your own fault. Okay. I am, I, yeah. So that's what I think about this segment. Let's look at the Dragony Nieces, which was Lawrence and Ellie. Now, Lawrence was the only one I remember Lawrence from this whole fantastic. segment. Lawrence really, I told you she was going to steal the show. And mm. she does it so effortlessly. Her, she's a natural performer. She's so confident uh, in front of a camera, and people may she's attack really her for fab. being so like. Are you always talking? You're always loud. You're she's, she's a drag queen. Yeah, uh, surprise, surprise. Well, you know, whatever people may think of Eureka, we are kind of drawing some parallels in the sense that yeah, Eureka is a lot, and she can be really quite irritating at times. I don't think she's often that ill-intentioned though. I think she's quite a well-intentioned person. But you know, in front of the camera, Eureka is actually really, really entertaining. Whatever you may think of her as a person and so I, I do see parallels between her and, and Lawrence mm-hmm. okay. Lawrence is fantastic and massively overshadowed Ellie Lawrence was a real natural here she had like a really well-rounded character I thought she she really inhabited the kind of like genial Scottish lady of a certain age who was also like a little bit shady and I cackled at the um oh I've crushed her <laughs> when she was going on her little bike afterwards. Yeah, it's unfortunate that they're paired together with Ellie and was, Lawrence because it, it looks even, like they're building a good camaraderie together as Scottish They sisters. should stop pitting them against each other, though. But, like, Ellie was reading off her cards, so El- to me... She was El- so reliant on those cards. To me, Ellie's the other one in the bottom three, unless there's something transformative in the runway looks. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it was kind of obvious. We kind of knew Lawrence was going to knock this one out of the park, and she Mm. did. Now, the biggest surprise came from Ahura Mm -hmm. in the Essex segment. Mm -hmm. Ahura, I I want some Mora. (laughs) That's a good pun. She was amazing. I was cackling on the flora. (laughs) It keeps coming. It keeps coming. Keep it coming, Bottle. Keep it coming. I'm going to roll it. No, she was hilarious. Do you adore her? She was. She kind of. Okay, had, that's not flying. Apparently, that was no, that was really good. I thought, yeah, cool. Why don't you just leave it to me? Okay, could have whispered it to me. Then I could have said it and added on. You know, yes, yes and yes, could have yes, added on yes. and. <laughs> now, it was like a horror combined the Essex girl with like a ditzy blonde with a little bit of like child Moira Rose. It was. Oh, it, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I really thought there was a, a whole concoction of those characters. And look, it was hilarious. Ahura was, was my favorite. She was very, very good at playing dumb. Now, I think for Ahura, I mean, was she playing? Let's be that's serious. That's the thing. Ahura was fantastic in this, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. She was one of my favorites in this. And she really, really impressed and surprised me. But was she? Was it that much of a leap for Ahura to be a... Dumb um, Essex girl. 
It's not. It's, well, that's quite unfair for you. If I hear you say anything positive about um, Ginny playing a hippie character, the same way she played the same kind of character in the Rats Rusical, and you, if you're just gonna say that's just her, well, it's kind of you can't use that as a. Comparison. I, I think you're, I think you're deliberately mishearing me here. No, I've just I'm just saying I this just, is the first time we've actually seen her do something performative. You can't just say that's her. I don't know about why you're being so wildly defensive of a horror. By the way, okay. she's um, my sister. Sister, okay? exactly. That's what I think we're seeing. I just complimented Ahura heavily and also said, oh, maybe it's not that much of a leap for her. Good. So if you don't want to hear the positive, Tom, that's down to you. I think you're at the end of your talk. <laughs> okay. You're at the end of your talk. You're at the end of your talk. You're at the end of your talk. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. To be honest, Tia, Tia was great. Tia was I mean, solid. Tia was solid. You know, you can't have two overly, like flamboyant characters who are just like or else the show won't go on or else the there will be no progress in what they're doing so it's really really good that Tia actually held the segment mm-hmm. while we had a horror playing that comedy this is a really good episode for horror in a lot of ways because we saw her vulnerability and her little mirror moment with Tia afterwards I, I thought we saw some genuine emotion and a bit of explanation when, when she was crying what, there were real tears she didn't import them from China well you know what? Like, I didn't know if she was actually crying. It's because like, she's had so much like work done. You cartoon, can't really tell. It was like a cartoon depiction of someone breaking down. And I was like, I don't... Is this is this real? Is it's, this? it's like when any of the real housewives cry. You really... Like, that's when the work shows. It's, it's hard to, you know, to pick out a real human facial expression in there. But... Um, there was there were some real tears and she was saying something really vulnerable it was like classic narcissism stuff about how like my self-esteem is actually quite low people are beating me down my entire life so i'm creating a um more powerful more beautiful outer exterior um so that i feel better it was Hmm. classic narcissism so that made me like really really warm to a horror and i felt like her in tears potentially growing friendship it was really really nice to see i enjoyed it and and like it was so funny about tia like i think it was smart and quite kind in a way of tia to like be that straight man and not try and like one up one up one up and like turn it into a mess you know yes do you think that she kind of held a character mm -hmm. so that a horror could shine and not to overshine but to actually say that we're both doing good. Yes. Like and th- she thought more about the end product than she mm-hmm. did selfishly about her own performance. And I think they're the pair that worked best together. It's very much like Bianca Del Rio and Trinity K. Bonet. Yes. And that Glamazon. From Cardo to Cardo. <laughs> what is she saying? Cardo to Cardo. But, but did the lipstick stay on through the trick? <laughs> That's what I thought of. I, I saw the, I saw sort of a mentoring going on. But yeah, them two were hilariously solid. Now let's move on to our hippie, Ginny. Look, Ginny was just a beautiful, energetic <laughs> mess. It's raining cats and dogs. What's your name? She was fantastic. I, I loved her. I thought that was hilarious. I think every, every being, every spirit, Every movement mm-hmm. had a life. Really, that, really good. Like the wind had life, the rain had life, the cats <laughs> and dogs had life, and I, I felt like she, I felt like I was in that kind of like uber kind of colorful world with her. That happy I loved world. It. I'd like I, I would like to see Ginny in the top three this week. Yeah, I do you th- think that she yeah. performed quite well in this one? I did. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was great. Oh, she's a lovely Sheila. That one. <laughs> 
ain't she? It's gorgeous, gorgeous Sheila. She, um, I think she inhabited the spirit of improvisation better than anybody else. And it's exactly as you described just there, just kind of like she went with it and she moved with it. And I, I genuinely think it was entirely unscripted for her. And she just lived in that character for a few minutes. I'm going to have to ask you, Tom, mm. do you think that it was just Ginny being Ginny? I think it was Ginny being the character of Ginny, who is a talented improviser. Would you take it away from her? The way you took it away from Mahora? Uh, I don't know why, like... Tom, can you wh- spell Can you spell hypocrite for me? I want to know what's going on between you and Ahura. I'm just trying to ask you to judge fairly these queens. People t- tune in from around the world to hear this honesty from us, Tom. <laughs> and I can't have you um, changing your mind about one person and saying something different about another person. I can't have that. I really don't know what's going on here. And I think you need to drop it. <laughs> I think that's all of our pairing there, okay? I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you, who was your top two and your bottom two? Only your top two and bottom two. I don't want to hear any other names. Do you know those. what? I'm going to have to go with Ahura and Ginny. Or no, maybe a Lawrence. It's tricky. There's three there, really. Okay. And who were your bottom two or three? Or five. <laughs> um, we'll bring in Joe Black, should we? I think um, yes. Some season bring three sisters for you to also there. place in the bottom. Bottom 12. Um, so my bottom three are probably our, our gothic girls, Sister Sister and Veronica Green, but also um, Ellie Diamond because she was clearly out of her element and reading off her cards. Okay, look, my, it's easy for me. Top two, Ohora and um, who was the other one? Ahura and Lawrence Cheney. Mm-hmm. They're my top two. My bottom two is Sister Sister and Ellie Diamond. So that's, wow, okay. that's just how I feel, okay? Mm-hmm. I said I felt. You said I you felt. felt yes. Now, the category for the runway is Monster Mash. And the first girl that we have coming up right now is Veronica Green. Talk to me about it. So just before we get into it, I, I, I reckon this was filmed to coincide with Halloween originally. Because rem- well, remember, the original Drag Race UK came out in October. And so this is episode four, oh, the end of October. Yes, yes. Um, and, and obviously, coronavirus got in the way. Yep, she delayed yeah. everything, didn't she? Good, good observation there. Sometimes now, what did I you reckon? The category is monster mashup, and we have the lovely Veronica Green. Talk to me about this look. I thought Veronica looked gorgeous, um, and the prosthetics were really good as well. So I like this. Obviously, I love a Medusa look. I love Medusa full stop. My favorite Gorgon, hands down. Uh, we've seen. Have a similar aesthetic. <laughs> Thank you. Don't you? Yeah. Because I can turn people to stone. Um, so I, um, I mean, we've seen Medusa a few times on way before. Most notably Chanel with her gorgeous Medusa look. Um, this is a lovely take on it. I love the sequin Versace esque dress, and I love the integration with Babe the pig. So obviously the idea is like let's mix two monsters together. That piggy thing is it's very it, it's cute yet disturbing. I love it. The prosthetics are really good. I, I first of all I didn't I don't think Babe's a monster so I didn't really see how this fit the theme I mean Babe's the most lovable pig I haven't eaten a pig ever since I saw it as a kid Tom yeah is, is that true no <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah you know I wish I wish I was vegan like Bimini nope I wonder like because it reminds me a little bit as well do you remember in Dracula season two Dali did that kind of like hell pig kind of look for um. Or like Gaga's Scheiser, mm. you know, all the pigs and stuff in that. So it, it kind of gives me that kind of like hell pig thing as well, a bit more than babe. It's like, yeah, snakes on the train. I think there's a lot of snakes. A hell pig's a thing, isn't it? 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, I but I do like this the look from from Hannibal. The, I do when, like when this they ate Mason Verger. Next up is Sister Sister. Now this just looks like a mummy with a blue whiff. So I do, I do really like this. I think you know the last mummy we saw was probably Brooklyn Heights, and I think this is a better done version. I like one thing I would say is the ponytail should be fuller. If anything, the tail that she's got on her backside, there should be another one on her head that would create a lot more fullness and volume. I like the idea because I can see the tufts of hair put, uh, like, you know, coming through and stuff. I think it's quite clever and fun. Okay. I mean, I'm going to stand by what I said. It's a it's a mummy with a whiff. If I could say one thing, we could do with like a bit of a prosthetic snout there as well. A snout? Because she's a werewolf. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's underneath all the bandages. Cop out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Bimini Bombulash with this devil pamela anderson look so it's devil meets pamela anderson meets playboy bunny isn't it whenever i see a femme devil and we've said it before we always see him from the powerpuff girls there's always that element to it um i think this is fun is i I like the fact that you know it's clearly like sexy over sexualized big hair big boobies but she's made the face kind of quite demonic and almost masculine looking Mm-hmm. So there's that that slightly disturbing element to it. Um, I think this is cool. I think it's well done. I like it. Yeah, I I don't mind it, but it does. It, it's quite simple, and I yeah. don't. Okay. I think that the face is quite arts and crafty. I like the. Post- I like the idea though of what she's doing. Any queen is I just don't think the execution is polished. Any queen who's used some prosthetics this week, I think, deserves a couple of extra points because it's harder. Oh, taste. Taste looks stunning. I mean, this is just full on Bride of Frankenstein from the film Bride of Frankenstein. She is so stunning. Look at that face. I will say with taste, I miss the mash element because I think the vampire element is far too subtle. Because is she even wearing fangs? They're just, yes, she is. And there's like a bit of blood dripping down her chin. This is basically, it's just Bride of Frankenstein. It's not a mashup, I'm going to say. Bride of Frankenstein was not a vampirist, Tom. No, but that, that that element is too subtle, if you ask me. The look is beautiful and taste is beautiful. And I love the voluminous off-the-shoulder dress. She's beautiful, but she wasn't looking beautiful tonight. She's beautiful, but she wasn't a vampire tonight. <laughs> what about Ginny Lemon? This is fun and funky, isn't it? Do you remember that cartoon, Toxic Crusaders? Oh, I was trying to find yeah. out. I actually Googled, like, as Toxic we were watching, I was on my phone trying to Google who that, what that, that character <laughs> name. That's exactly what I think it is. Yeah. So she's got this, like, 90s acid thing going on, Toxic Crusaders. Now, she, the, the characterization here to me is very Bride of Frankenstein as well. Um, but, yeah, like, fun, gorgeous, love it. Um, I think she referenced something else when she was talking about it. To me, it's Bride of Frankenstein meets, meets Toxic Crusaders. But it's only Bride of Frankenstein because she walked like that, right? Yeah. I mean, they, obviously, Bride of Frankenstein, is, has, she has the iconic like lightning strike beehive, doesn't she? I just, yeah. I'm just trying to say that you said Tace wasn't a mashup because she had teeth, but all... Jenny did was walk like a Frankenstein and that seemed to convince you well, quite no, well. There wasn't a Toxic Crusader who looked like that. So it's like a femme. It's a mashup with some sort of femme monster character as well. Okay. And, you know, the robes and stuff. So okay. maybe watch Bride of Frankenstein <laughs> and then come for me. Lawrence um, I love Jenny. this one because it references my one of my favourite thrillers ever, um, Silence of the Lambs. So she has stolen that bodice from Buffalo Bill and she's got the Leatherface thing going on. Now, did you know there's a sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre where Leatherface dresses up in drag? 
no for like no apparent reason just it, it's so she's got all that going on and this is actually cool and she mentioned Sweeney Todd. I think that's an extra element she didn't need to add. I think she could have stayed with the the horrible skin elements. That would have been like horror enough. It would have been like Sansa Lambs meets Leatherface. Cool, I get it. That's good. I don't get the kind of like dentist assistant top going on. I like that about it. Um, I like her makeup. I like her hair. I like the look. It's a. It's a. It's a two. There's for a me. lot. It's a two overall. There's a lot I like about it, but I would take. So I would think she'd look better with nude shoulders. What about Ellie? How do you say it in Scottish? Ellie Diamond. Ellie Diamond. Ellie Diamond. Yeah, That's yeah. offensive. She might be listening to the podcast, so maybe we should also give her the respect of a Scottish accent. So, so Ellie Diamond. I'm going to say Ellie's wearing chaps again. Um, not the first time she's worn chaps. Now, overall, this is cool and fun. I'm saying more Alphaba than she said, like Orc or Troll or something, didn't she? This is Alphaba meets Werewolf to me. Don't put down Alphaba like that. Alphaba. That don't. That is definitely not alphabet. That's like a troll and an orca with a wolf. A fashion wolf as well. I would say she's too pretty to be an orc. Like she's like molting in the right places. And I would say as well for the wolfish element, it's a bit too, it, it looks like an outfit. She could have made it look like patches of fur. Hold, hold my microphone. So Tia is looking. Wow. Did you see Suicide Squad? Do you remember Enchantress yes. played by Cara Delevingne and that? Uh-huh. That this is what she's doing, but with a Medusa element, this is one of my favorites. She looks stunning. Wow, Tia! Finally, this is not basic. No, she this was. Is she finally, you know, she basic. said like she got her bad outfits out of the way. It happened a week late. Yeah, she goes, and then she found out what the category was last week. She's like, oh crap, damn it! I she's, spoke too soon. She's Baron Samadhi meets Enchantress meets Medusa, and I'm loving Tia. This look is so good. Tia gave me my favorite look of the week. That is so good. Who thought a, a horse. Tia. Hora gave us our favourite um, comedy performance of the week and Tia gave us our favourite look of the week. Well, you haven't seen the rest, so hold your horses there. Okay. What about... What about no, oh, now here's we have Ahura. Ahura. So this is fun. Like, she's going campy. She's ref- It's kind of like Elvira meets uh, Dita Von Teese, isn't it? And she... Do you know what? Do you know what I've enjoyed about Hora this week? She has let loose. And she's looking silly on the runway and pulling silly faces. She's got the brain surgery thing going on. This is really, really good. So do you remember as well in Hannibal when... Um, Hannibal Lecter uh, captured that guy and like ate his brain and was like poking his brain. Uh, no. It's that. Uh, Ray Liotta's character in oh, that. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And she, he was like eating his brain and then he'd like sing songs and stuff. So he's got that element. Like I should be scared of this character with the brain exposed, but like this is just pure fashion. This, this is, is actually like, this, gorgeous. This is another top two. This is art. This is art. I love it. Ahura is amazing. Finally, like some of her looks I haven't understood, but this look is a this clear. This is a really good week for Ahura. Uh, yeah. This is, yeah. That's. Probably one of my favourites. Now, we've seen all the looks. We've seen the performances. Talk to me about your favourites. Okay, so I've mentioned who my favourites were in the performance. Do the looks push anybody over the edge? I really think a horror could take it this week. Can you narrow your top five to a two <laughs> now? And your and your bottom 15? Can Based you narrow on the, it to a... Who are my favourites? Lawrence, a horror, and um, Ginny. Ahura could really take it this week because her runway look was so strong. Absolutely. I think this is Ahura's week for me. Our bottom girls, we were largely... Sister, sister. With that look, definitely sister, sister. What did Veronica look like? 
Veronica. Veronica had she had the the pig nose and the Medusa head. Veronica was pretty damn good, actually. That could keep her out the bottom. I'm gonna say the bottoms are sister, sister, and Ellie. Ellie Diamond. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't. I didn't think that Veronica's. Look, I just don't think it was. Maybe everyone else does, but. This is my opinion. Do you think the lip my, sync will be to the Monster Mash or something? Oh gosh, the Monster, or maybe Monster by Nicki Minaj, pull up yeah. in the Monster oh, Automobile Gangsta at the bed. Monster by Gaga came from Sri Lanka. Yes, I'm that in the Tonka color, a Willy Wonka. Maybe it could be Nicki Minaj. Who knows? But my tops are definitely a horror. Who's going to be joining a horror at the top? Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. Well, Lawrence and um, Tia. Tia. Tia, just no. for that look. Oh, I mean, she was beautiful. Oh, that look was, she was gorgeous. Beautiful. Just beautiful. She was beautiful. Shall we have a look at the rest? Mm-hmm. Let's go. All right, so we've just seen the judging. The tops were Lawrence Cheney, Ahura, and Bimini. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with this? I mean, I wouldn't have put Bimini there. You like Bimini a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. But there we go. That's you, fine. You, yeah, you're happy? Lawrence and Ahura were certainly fantastic, and Bimini was great. You safe to me. All right. And the bottoms, Veronica Green, Sister Sister, and Ginny Lemon. What do you think? I was appalled by Ginny being put in the bottom. Mm. I really enjoyed Ginny's performance this week. Yep. Um, the judges really tore her a new one and bogged on about some like one-note performance or something. I found her hilarious. Okay. I don't know if it's a difference in like a British and a US sensibility in terms of sense of humor, but then they've got two British people on the panel. It made no sense to me that Ginny was in the bottom. She was one of my high girls. Um, yeah, I remember that. Other than that, like I think Ellie was was lucky to be not in the bottom. Ellie, you, you've been touched by an angel. The mm. fact that she was not in the bottom, but um, Veronica Green, sister, sister, definitely deserved to be there. But I would have replaced. I would have replaced Ginny with Ellie. Now, something really, really weird happened. Veronica, while getting her critique, literally asked. You know that she asked herself the question. Mm-hmm. Who should go home tonight? And she yeah. answered it herself. She said me because she was like, oh, she was basically saying, "This is not your fault. It's my fault." So yeah, and I'm like, no one asked you whose fault it was. Like you're in this competition. Like who gives a crap? Like why mm. would you do that? She's a sweet lady. She's. It seems to be weighing heavy on her that she hadn't performed well. Yeah. I, I guess. I guess her inner critic was working overtime. Um. There we go. It's a sweet thing to do on the runway. Sister, sister didn't respond in the way that you might kind of, you know, very often in situations like that, you get a kind of gushing mutual appreciation society kind of thing, don't you? And it's like, no, I was the worst. No, I was the worst. It wasn't your fault. It was my fault. It was all awful. That didn't happen. So yeah. she was like, yeah, okay. Sister was like, can you say it louder? And yeah, louder. Cameras, zoom in. Thank <laughs> you. Can you just make sure that you Don't you think spot? it makes you even more guilty that the actual bottom two who have the lip sync is sister, sister and Ginny? Don't you think that veronica green just feels that much more crap i mean what i'm really focusing on is like two two of my like kind of girls that i'm rooting for in the bottom two Mm. like quirky fun queens it makes me quite sad that these two are in the bottom at this point yep Okay, um, before we get to the lip sync, let's say congrats to Lawrence Cheney. Well done, Lawrence. Her second Rupee oh, the Badge my win. goodness. Lawrence, the girl who we underestimated in the Meet the Queens, is riding high. I mean, two wins basically equals... There are very few queens who haven't made, made it to the top three with, with two wins. Yeah. Or so at Lawrence least the top Chaney. five or something. Lawrence Cheney's definitely there. Ahura, I mean, I could have seen her with the win for this one, but... I, I didn't like her look, but I don't yeah. know why. They were really critical of her, but I thought it was fun. It was like... 
like it was Elvira, it was Vampire, it was Morticia Adams, it I was Dita Von I feel maybe it's a production thing. I think the producers are like, we actually don't have space to, for you to give a badge to a horror because she's not what we envisioned to be in the top, so they couldn't justify that. That's just my thoughts. I'm, I'm nobody, though. I'm nobody. I hope I hope a horror takes this as a little boost to her self esteem and like settles down a, okay. b- a bit, you know. Yeah. Well, let's have a look at the lip sync. Oh my god! Wow. Well, this is like for the first time in Drag Race history moment, and it's actually the first time in Drag Race history. Before I even say it, I'm so sure a lot of queens have thought about doing it. You know, they always joke about it as well. They're like, you know, I'm not going to lipstick. I'm just going to walk off. I'm not going to do it. I thought she was pulling a Monet exchange, you know, walking around and then coming back. But she she walked straight to the car park, packed her bags, humped in the van, booked her tickets. (laughs) She's out. Whoa. It's a step beyond what Charlie Hyde's did, wasn't it? I mean... The song was "You Keep Me Carry," uh, "You Keep Me Hanging On" by what well, was the Kim Wilde version? Because obviously the Supremes did it originally, um, and I mean Ginny just walked off in in the loveliest possible way. She gave everybody a wave. She was gone. She was very sweet about it. Didn't seem bitter. It was just like she made a decision. I will say, sister, sister continued to fight, and I enjoyed. It was a bit like Trinity against. Charlie, in the sense that the other girl continues to fight, and sister, sister gave a good performance. I enjoyed this campy, you know, werewolf mummy bouncing around to Kim Wilde. I really enjoyed her. There's two ways I feel about it. I feel sister, sister, so lucky she got the whole stage to herself, mm-hmm. and she wasn't lip syncing for her life. She was just doing at that moment. She was doing a performance. Yeah, so she that's what I thought too. She yeah. definitely felt yeah. much more comfortable. She was like, "Oh yeah, it's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just give it my all and have fun." And I, yeah. I really felt that she embraced it. Whereas if it was another person on stage, I'd like to see how she performs then. But props to her for keeping going on. Well, you, she you just did. keep me going on. She literally the lyrics she of the song. Kept us hanging on. But I can't believe that happened. I really can't. Like she just literally walked off. What do you, What do you think about that? Seriously, oh, I think only Ginny knows at this point. You know, Ginny. We we said it earlier, didn't we? Ginny. I don't think likes a competition setting. I think she probably came into RuPaul's Drag Race thinking it was going to be a different sort of experience and she just didn't enjoy it. She said, she said obviously in her exit that she didn't want to go up against her best friend at the competition. I did like the bond those girls had. They were the two quirky girls. Um, Was that the reason? Maybe. Was it a bit kind of like, I'm going to go out on my terms. I'm not going to be sent home. Thank you very much. Maybe. Or was she a bit proud? Yeah, you know, this isn't my thing. I don't want to make a fool out of myself on TV. I'm just going to leave the way I want to go out, I which is it's I, a cop out. Personally, my thought is that Ginny was really deeply wounded by the critiques this week. I think she prides herself on being an imp- she marketed herself as an improv comedian. Um, this is an improv challenge. We loved what she did. The judges, I don't know where the judges' critiques came from. I, I put her high. I really enjoyed her. Mm-hmm. And I think she was wounded by that. And I think she was like, okay, well, I don't think this competition is going to benefit my self-esteem or do me any good. So I think I'm going to leave now. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Yeah. Look, 
I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I really do. I, it's good TV. It is good television. Fantastic TV. It doesn't change the way I feel about Jenny. Jenny, I love you. I'm coming to one of your shows. I'm sure Dr. Tom is going to come Jenny, with. can you please, can you please come to Liverpool? Yeah. Jenny, well, I'll, I'll probably give her a call and see if she'll just jump on next please, week and see please. what she thinks about oh, it. Jenny, please get in touch. I would love to have Jenny on the and we, we want mini slices. <laughs> Look, thank you for listening. Join us when we do the same thing tomorrow with the season 13 cast mm-hmm. and the same thing next week with the next episode episode of uk drag race again subscribe rate and review tell a friend share our cell but that's it this is bolo check us out on twitter and instagram oh rewind also check us out (laughs) check us out on instagram and twitter tom's doing an amazing job with that and also once more check tom out on bview on (laughs) youtube and hear his excellence and his knowledge on what's your name again hrh madonna louise veronica ciccone shout shout out to b who runs the the channel there absolutely look thank you for joining us we'll see you next week this is Bolo and Dr. Tom see you later bye love guys see you soon